right, I want to share with you how I got over my fear of public speaking. I am just showing up to what's called a 10X Business Bootcamp. And I have a good story about how I came to start speaking at these business bootcamps. There are about 800 business owners inside this conference center that I'm gonna walk into, and I'm gonna be talking with them about all things people, hiring, operations, and I used to be terrified of public speaking. I'm not one of those people. You might look at me and think, oh, she's always been confident. Oh, she's always been able to speak publicly. I'm sure this comes really easy to her. What you don't actually see, because how would you know this, is that I, for the majority of my life, have been terrified of public speaking. I was okay at it in high school. I did a handful of things like student body presentations and class presentations where I felt confident and good enough at public speaking. But then I had this moment that hit me when I was about 21 years old, where I walked into this presentation room and it was a big U-shape with all of these executives sitting there. And they were sitting there in this U-shape and I was supposed to be the first presenter. So here we were, it was nine o'clock in the morning. I was kicking off this presentation, supposed to speak for 45 minutes. And I, I'm on my second slide and I hit the clicker and I look at the screen and I come back and look at the, at the audience. And instantly I just felt nerves come over my body. And I proceeded to make a 45 minute presentation in under eight minutes. I sped through all the rest of my slides. I started talking really quickly. I missed a good majority of my content. And then at the end of my eight minute presentation, I closed it by saying, well, you guys can go to the bathroom. They had just gone to the bathroom. It was like, they'd only been sitting there for eight minutes. Their coffee was still like hot and steaming and not quite drunk yet. So long story short, that experience just patronized me, patronized me, paralyzed me. What's the other word? Not traumatized, it starts with a P, petrified. Yeah, it petrified me. From the time I was 21 until I was 26 years old, I did not make a single public presentation. I could barely even talk to people in a group of more than three or four. Like I just lost all my confidence. I was so nervous. When I would think something, I couldn't actually articulate my thought in a coherent sentence. And finally, I was just like, I can't keep living my life like this. And so I wanna share with you guys how I moved from not being able to talk to people five years ago to now being able to talk to thousands of people regularly. This is part of my job. Every single day I'm communicating with people constantly and how I went through this process of, of no longer being scared of it. I am your girl. I've had every fear. I've had all of the issues with the dry mouth, with the not knowing what to say, with the lack of confidence. So. Let's just walk through some of these tips that I have on how you become a better speaker and get rid of those dang nerves. So my first tip on how to remove nerves and what I did specifically to get over this fear of public speaking. First thing I did was I made my why freaking painful. Now, when I say my why, I'm talking about the reason I wanted to speak publicly. What's really important to me about this 10X Business Bootcamp, this particular event that we're hosting today, is when we first started our partnership with Grant and Elena Cardone, I wanted to speak publicly, but there wasn't necessarily a place for new content. So here I was attending these events. My husband was speaking, Elena was speaking, Grant was speaking. We'd even flown all the way to Australia to host 
a 10x business bootcamp in Australia where there were thousands of people who showed up in order to be a part of this event. And I'm sitting there in the audience looking at Grant and Brandon and Elena. And it dawned on me, at first I was just excited to be there, I was excited to meet new people, I was excited to see Australia for the first time. And then it just washed over me as I was watching them speak on this panel. I haven't added this skill set to my arsenal to where I'm also a speaker at this event. I'm just here. And is this what the rest of my career is gonna look like? Am I really gonna sit in the audience instead of actually being a participant and getting over this stupid fear that I have? And so when I sat there and I really understood like, shit, this is painful. I don't like the way this feels. I don't have enough skill set to be able to contribute something. So what do I need to do in order to get the skill set? That moment was so ingrained in me and it was so burned inside me that it fueled me to make the change I needed to make. So some people are like, oh, I wanna be a public speaker and I, they have all these aspirations around it from a positive standpoint. And sometimes positivity in that way doesn't actually work and isn't effective to getting you to where you wanna go. For me, using pain, using, man, I feel left out and man, I feel irrelevant was more of a driving force for me to actually get over and start practicing this public speaking thing. So once I made my why painful and I reminded myself of how painful that experience was every single day, I then had to figure out, okay, when am I gonna start practicing this public speaking thing? That is the second thing you have to do. You have to commit to practicing. Now I did this in two different ways. The first way I did this was starting to use every opportunity to mock up this feeling of public speaking so that I was doing this on a daily basis. That looked like making toasts at dinner. That looked like presenting and taking it seriously when I was in front of our team to deliver content and information. That was when I was explaining a concept or an idea to a group of people in a smaller team meeting, thinking of it as, okay, what is my intro and what is the presentation and the body of this content and what is my call to action? And so instead of thinking I had to wait for some big stage or some big opportunity, I used repetition every single day to mock up this feeling so I would get better at it. The second part of that was I committed to doing a podcast. And this is why I'm able to look straight at a camera and start talking every single day to clients, to team members, to you right now is because I committed to figuring out, okay, if I can start talking and hear myself talk and, and look at a, a specific object, I'm going to get better at this. And if I can do it this way, that is going to translate in my ability to communicate to larger groups. So the podcast also reinforced this idea of committing to getting better, which leads me to my third tip. When you do make a presentation, whether that's a toast, whether that's a podcast or a team meeting, record it, but don't just record it and let that settle and get dust. You have to watch yourself. And I get it. It is like the most cringy, painful experience to watch yourself do something that you already know you're sucky at. I hate watching myself publicly speak. I hate watching my videos. I'm not one of those people that can just rewatch my stuff and be like, oh, Natalie sounds so smart. I hate it. It's cringy. But doing that has helped me become better. And the first time I did it with my first big presentation four and a half years ago, I was actually pleasantly surprised. There were certainly things that I like flubbed up on and just were like, oh, I can't believe I said that, or my hands were so awkward, or my movement was so awkward, or I stumbled there. But for the most part, I actually felt a lot better. It's like, 
Natalie, your shoulders were back. You smiled. You had a good presence about you. Like there are positive things that you don't even know or are aware of that you're doing when you're giving a public presentation that you start to feel good about yourself because you're no longer fearful in that moment. You're just watching yourself and understanding, okay, what did I do wrong? And what did I do right? What did I do wrong? What did I do right? And when you watch your videos, my tip on this is affirm what you did right. Like write down, hey, Natalie, you did a great job here. Natalie, you did awesome here too. And then also say, these are my notes. And don't be overly critical, but give yourself a handful of notes, three to five for the next time for you to work on. And then you watch that three to five. Don't tear yourself down. Don't like do it from a critical standpoint. Do it as like, hey, you're trying to make yourself better at this. What are the areas where you can improve? Anybody can improve. The best speakers on the face of this planet, they can still improve. They still give themselves notes. So when you get into that habit, all of a sudden it just becomes part of how you get better. You're just constantly giving yourself feedback and really looking at yourself to make those improvements. Instead of just telling you my next tip, I want to show you. So come with me so we can watch a little special somebody do their special thing and I'm gonna walk you through what my difficulty was because of their special thing. So as you might've guessed, the special someone who does the special thing is this guy. His name's Brandon Dawson. He is awesome and he is my husband. And I wanna show you what he speaks like and then give you a little bit more context. So come in here, he's speaking right now. Mentors and turn them into partners. Would you agree that's a really good question? How, how do you take people that there are a living, breathing example to you, turn them into active participants in your life? Is that another good question? See, I have a say the quality of your questions will always determine the impact of your results. 2012, 2013, all these people, I was reading their books. See, well, what happened is I started giving awards away to my clients. Uh, John Lanswell Leadership Award, the Jimmy Collins Operational Effectiveness Award, the, the, the Michael Gerber Process Improvement Award, the, the, the Sherry Lecter Cash Flow Quadrant Award. I started giving awards based on the success of the businesses we were managing and working with. So he has always been an incredible presenter. And my challenge was, well, people are just going to want to hear from him. Why are they going to want to hear from me? He's so dynamic. He's so interesting. He's funny. And I would start to compare my presentation style to his presentation style. And we speak entirely differently. We are two total opposites. So as I was comparing myself, I really prohibited myself from actually just trying and developing my own voice. And so if you have ever looked at other public speakers and you've compared how you present something versus how they present something, I would recommend that you wait to really be that critical of yourself after you've gotten going with your public speaking, after you've kind of worked out the nerves piece. Then you can start using other people to say, wow, they tell stories in this really interesting way. I'm going to try that out. But if you're super nervous and you're just worried about how you're coming across and, and putting together content in a way that's just logical and you can actually articulate yourself. I wouldn't look at other people's presentation styles as a way to help yourself because I think it's actually gonna inhibit you from making the progress with the nerves that you need to make first. Now, don't get me wrong, I still get nervous. I have my presentation today. I'm gonna have just like a little bit of butterflies and I think that that's a good thing. I am not a perfect presenter, I can assure you. 
that there will be a moment where maybe I don't know exactly what to say next or something just doesn't go the way that I want it to. But the ability to get over your fear, the ability to get better at something, the ability to say, I want to publicly speak because my voice is important. That is what drives me to continue to practice this and to continue to get better at this and to make an impact outside of just Natalie feeling all introverted about herself. Well, how can I use my experience and actually help people if I'm not able to communicate with them what I've learned and how I can actually make things easier for them than it was on me.